Okay, please welcome with me now, Pastor Ayo Agule. Join us by telephone this morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. How are you this morning? The Lord bless you. Amen. And the Lord feed us with his manifest from above this amen. morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Please amen. say what the prayers as we begin. All right. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your mercies that we have been enjoying. They are new every morning. Oh, yes. We know that grace is your faithfulness. Oh, yes. Lord, we appreciate you for your faithfulness. Accept our hearts of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for this morning, this bright day. Thank you for the bright hope we have in you this day again. Thank you for you are committed to our lives and your commitment to our lives is to also again feed us with manna fresh from above. Oh, yes. We are at your table. We are ready. Lord, we ask that you feed us once more this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Open our eyes to the scriptures. Open Amen. the scriptures to our eyes. Amen. Help our hearts to accept the truth Amen. and to apply it to our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 I welcome you once again, dear listeners, to Gospel Best Radio and to your potter's house reflections tuesday on your potter's house i want to remind us that we have been re- reflecting on the theme that is a new and living way and we have been we have come a long way in hebrews chapter 10 studying the new and living way right from the beginning, where we began to say, to challenge ourselves that this year must be new indeed, not just for us to say Happy New Year, and it must not be a recycled year like every other year for us. It must be new like it was new for Isaiah in the year that King Uzziah died. And so I hope and I want to ask or challenge you to evaluate your life, your year so far. Um, has it been new? Is this year a new year for you? Or is it a recycled year unto you? That is something you need to know. It is not too late to make this year new. Actually, this year is not yet old if you are determined to make it new. Today, we are looking and considering the fourth, the fourth let us, the fourth of the let us series. And that is not forsaking the gathering of ourselves together. That we do not forsake the gathering of ourselves together. And that is the, our discussion today. Now, we are we have learned in this letter series to draw near. We have learned to hold fast onto the profession of our faith. We have learned to consider one another. Right now, the last of this series, of this letter series, which is the fourth one, is not forsaking. Let us not forsake. Let me read it in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. 
the NIV, um, the New International Version says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Let us, we have seen this let us, and we started by explaining that nobody else grows this let us instruction. Even the one that the Lord is using to give the instruction included himself. He says, let us. He did not say you people should do this. He said, let us. There is need to let us and for us to take deliberate, uh, to pay deliberate attention to this let us series. There are instructions that must be collective. There are instructions that you cannot isolate yourself from. You cannot say, I will do this alone without considering whether my brother or sister is doing it or not. Because if you fail to consider your brother and sister as the, for, to ensure that they are also doing it, you will, you, will, you will be alone. And then when you are tired or deviating or falling, there is nobody to lift you up. That's why the Bible says two is better than one. For they will receive a good reward for their labor, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. A bunch of broom is not easily broken like a, a, a stick of broom. That is why it is important to let us, to, it is important to let us to ensure that this matter is not just what you do alone, it's what you must let us do together. It is very important. The Lord deliberately made this so that we can walk this new and living way successfully. Otherwise, it is going to be difficult. Jesus himself did not walk this new and living way alone. He walked it along with the disciples. He chose disciples close to himself and he walked. There is hardly a place apart from the secret place where he meets with his father alone with God. That is the most holy place where he, he meets with the, with the Father once a day alone with God. Apart from that, there is hardly a place where he goes alone. Even the Mount of Transfiguration, he went with some disciples. The Mount, the Garden of Gethsemane, he was with some disciples. In his suffering, Peter was there with him at the outside. Even though denying him, he was still there with him. And we learned there was one influential disciple that people suspected to be John, who also had entrance into the, the hearing, into the, the court with him inside. And we saw that Jesus himself everywhere, everywhere apart from the place where he took personal time to be with the Father, disciples were always with him. So he gathered with his disciples. He was together with them. He was walking his way with them. He was not always alone. And they say, even when they, and they, they accosted him to pay tax, Peter was with him. And he needed Peter to help him go and fetch a fish, a fish from which he got money to pay for them. 
Now it is important for us to take note that you cannot walk this new and living way alone. It is a new way. It is a living way, a dynamic way. It's not a dead old way that you can say you are an expert in, that you know how to take it. You have been taking it for a long time. No, it is a way that if you are deviating, it is possible that you don't even notice or know that you are already deviating if there is nobody or somebody there to help you discover and say, ah, bro, it seems you are deviating. You know, I sense pride in your speech. I sense um, something. I sense um, um, laziness. I sense this. I sense that. Even though it's not very obvious yet, but I sense it. I think you need to watch it. You need someone. You need people. You need to be together in a gathering of people. And that's why the Bible says, let us. So let us draw near. Apart from your individual personal drawing here, there is the need for letting us together draw near. It is important. That is what, what that is one of the, uh, the, the, the provisions. That is one of the helps that the Lord has provided for us to be able to walk this new and living way successfully, to journey it to the end successfully. That's number one. Let us walk um, draw near together then the second thing let us let us um, hold fast to the profession of our faith let us hold fast to the profession of our faith that is also an important thing together let us hold fast to it let's not forget it let's not drop it let us always remind ourselves the profession of faith the statement of our faith that these are the things we believe these are the things we stand for these are the things we will not compromise these are the things that brought brought us together this is the these are the tenets the things that the that we hold dear to ourselves that brought us together this is the things that cannot divide us the things that if you believe in then we are brothers and sisters. Let us never drop it. Let us hold fast to this profession of our faith. Then let us consider one another to provoke one another to love, to to provoke one another to uh, to, to to good works. That is, those are the things we have studied so far in the letter series. But now there is another let us, and that is. Let us not forsake the gathering of ourselves together. I, I, I read again, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Let us not give up meeting together. You discover that a lot of us today, especially as we mature, unfortunately, some of us, some of us, it is as we get matured, as we grow spiritually, that we, we, begin, to, we begin to lose it that we pride begin to enter into us. We say we are now understanding, we have more understanding, and therefore we are loose and we are careless with our lives. Unfortunately, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 to 28, and probably 29 to the last verse there, in message version, it says to be, to be mature is to be basic is to be basic, not to be complex, not to be com complicated, not to be interpreting scriptures in a, in, a, in a mysterious way, in a way that we scatter people's heads. It is to be basic. Christ, no more, no less. It's so simple. But also, 
mainly for us, as we mature, we begin to say, is it, is it to, uh, um, Christianity is not about activity, activity. It's not about going to church. It's not about uh, meeting with brethren. It's not about this and that. It's, uh, it's about, and because of that, we begin to lose it. We begin to actually lose the divine instructions, the help that God is giving to us. And that is why you see a lot of us dropping, dropping in our spirituality, dropping and falling. You see people that have been burning and shining and bouncing for the Lord, and they are very sharp for the Lord. You see them losing it. You see them deviating. You see them entering into, into what they have not been known for before. Do you know why? Because maturity that is supposed to have helped them to be basic has made them complicated. They now come and say, it is not this, it is not that, it is not that. Yes, it is true. We know that activity, ordinary activity is not what will, what will sustain us or get us to uh, heaven. But those activities that developed us, those that activities that held us, that brought us to maturity, are also still needed to continue to keep us in maturity. Otherwise, when you leave them, if you leave them, you leave the source. If a river forgets its source, it is going to dry. Those things that you used to do that brought the anointing, you must not stop them if you want to keep the anointing. If you continue, if you say that now you are matured, now you are you are known better, and uh, you are you are not in you are not a religious person. You are a spiritual person. You are not bound to religious activities and things like that and all that. We are not asking you to be religious. We are asking you to be spiritual and to join, to do things that you have been doing that has helped you spiritually, that has kept you to be spiritually mature and strong, to continue it so that you continue to be spiritually mature and alert and strong. Instead of to be careless with your life, because you say that you are now mature. Please take note. I don't know who the Lord is saying, telling this today. You are now careless. You are now saying, yes, thank God, I'm now mature. You, are, you used to be very careful when you are with the opposite sex before, but now you are careless and you say you are mature. You are now you are careless with um, how you do, how you live, how you spend money. You say the Spirit of God is there to tell you if you are going wrong and all that while you are careless. Meanwhile, your passion, your love, has made you to be deaf to the Spirit of God when He's speaking because of your pride. May I, may the Lord use me for you today to correct yourself, to be basic and not to complicate matters for yourself, not to become complex and say that, no, it doesn't matter. Now, to back to our, our own discussion for today, let us not forsake meeting together. Let us not, let's not outgrow it. It's something you cannot outgrow. It's something you cannot think that, ah, uh, since I have uh, I, since I, I have grown to this level, I, I can as well um, um, be skipping something. Uh, if I'm not the one that is preaching, what, or if I don't have a specific task that I'm doing, what, uh, is it compulsory for me to go to the church today? I can actually serve God. I can worship God. In fact, I can flow better when I am alone and all that, and you, you are enjoying your service alone at home. You are studying. You are actually getting revelations. You are, you are praying and you are worshiping, and people that have gone to church, they have not even gotten 
half of what you got in the Bible. But may I tell you today that you are missing it. You are actually missing it because that is not the that's not the help that God has given us. There is time for everything. There is time for you to be alone with God. There is time for you to be together with others with God. There is time. When you are mixing this time to, when you are mixing them up, then you are, you are, you are undoing yourself. The grace that the Lord, the, the Lord has put in that gathering for you, you will miss it. Let me tell you, there are some things that God will not release to you directly if you are not gathered together with the brethren. There are some grace that God released upon the gathering. Psalm 133, he says, how good and how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the ointment that is poured upon the head of Aaron that flows to the skirt of his garment. And uh, it is in that gathering together, it is in that unity, it is in that dwelling together that the Lord has commanded blessings and life evermore. There are some things that you will not be able to get. You may be able to get revelations, but you will not be able to get that grace if you are not there. The grace that the Lord releases. When you, when you listen to music, you listen to the, the things that we receive together when we gather. When we gather together, there are things that the Lord releases. He releases revelation, releases prophecies, releases grace. And you may, you may have more grace than, than is released. I mean, you may have more revelation than is released generally in the, in the, in, in, in the public there, in the public gathering. But you, you will miss that particular grace that the Lord is releasing for that gathering if you are not there. When the Lord sent the Holy Spirit upon the apostles in those days, he was not going from house to house to be looking for them uh, here and there, to be looking for them and say, where is Peter, where is Paul, where is this and that? He, he came straight to the upper room. Those who were not there missed it. Those who were not there who have to depend on those who have received it to impart it to them. Brothers and sisters, I beg to tell you that there is, you cannot afford to make it a manner, your manner, to miss the gathering of yourself to, together. That is the manner, the wrong manner that we are warned to avoid today. We'll be going on a short break, and when we come back, we now begin to deal with those, the manner that the Bible is saying, as the manner of some are, as the manner of some are, we must not forsake the gathering of the ourselves together because it is a bad manner. It is a let's go on a short break and return to continue. Thank you. Oh yes, and thank you to you too, Pastor. Thank you so very much for joining us again today. And thank you too for being a part of Reflections Tuesday. Reflections Tuesday is a time on Gospel Best Radio when we listen to the Holy Spirit through Pastor Yagunloye leading us in reflections on current themes from your potter's house. And as you have heard, the theme today is avoiding a wrong manner. And we are going to listen even more after this short break. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, we'll be here on air at the 7 o'clock hour for Waiting on God Wednesday. That's the time when members of our community send in anonymous prayer request and we all join together to pray on them if there is a burden on your heart that the Holy Spirit wants you to share with others you can share it anonymously use that link on our page and join us tomorrow at 6am for at 7am for waiting on God 
West Day. If you want to reach out to Pastor Yogunloe directly or you want to be enrolled to receive daily episodes of your Potter's House, please do reach out to him on 0808 718 0680. 0808 718 0680. You can also send him a mail. Send it to at gmail.com. Thank you very much. If you have questions as we go along, please just tap that WhatsApp widget on the bottom right hand corner of our page. Tap the WhatsApp widget and it will bring up your WhatsApp application. You can send in your questions or your contributions and we'll be glad to put them to Pastor Yagunle for his uh, for his reactions. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to have you uh, with us on Gospel Best Radio. Now, over to you, Pastor. Thank you, sir. Welcome back, dear listeners. As we have been saying, that we have been instructed the fourth instruction of let us the fourth let us instruction in this series is let us not forsake the gathering of ourselves thereof as the manner of some are it is a bad manner and you have to avoid it it is a bad manner you know when they are saying bad manners bad manners um in fact they said if evil communication corrupts good manners you see it, it, one of the bad manners you have to avoid or it is missing the congregation of, of of the righteous, the congregation of the children of God. You you maybe you you are. I'm, let me quickly just emphasize that I'm not saying that you must be religious and being under the law, as if to say, without going to church, you cannot go to heaven. And that is the actually the actual knowledge that some people have that is actually making them to miss the grace that they have. They say it's not about church. I can miss it, and then they have they sleep at home or sometimes they just pray at home or sometimes they do whatever they they worship. In fact, you can do a, you can, you can pray and worship and have a better time at home, a more fulfilling time at home than in church. Or you are missing what God has put in that church for you at that time. Some people are even saying that during their quiet time that morning, the spirit of God was moving and so much that they don't want to break the flow and that they are they they they, they because of that they just leave church and then they are there and they are there. Will you if you the pastor that is meant to preach, ask yourself, will you miss church that day because the spirit of God is flowing in your quiet time? If you have an examination that morning, because the spirit of Will you miss it? If you have a flight to take, will you miss it? If you have visa, visa uh, application uh, um, interview to meet up with, will you will you say will you say the same thing and miss it because the spirit of God is flowing? You can see that that is hypocrisy. You can see your hypocrisy because you won't miss other things that you consider important to you. It shows that you don't consider gathering together with the children of God important. That's why you are having such a, a time with the Holy Spirit. And if you are sincerely spiritual and you are listening to the Holy Spirit, you will hear him tell you at that time that there is time for everything, my son. Go, go and receive what I have for you in the church and then when you return, we continue. We can still, we can always continue this. When you return, we continue this. We will continue. And you, 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 unfortunately, you don't know what you miss when you don't go. But sometimes you say, ah, even in church, they, they, there is no much, the person who is preaching is not even spiritual, he's only telling story, the person is song, they this and them, um, everything is just somehow, somehow. Do you know that there is something that God has put in you 
for others and there is something that God has put in others for you. And do you know that gathering together even in the church is not just about the the liturgy. It's not just about the organized program. Maybe opening prayer call to worship this and that and the praise worship and the announcement preaching and song ministration. It's not just about the organized program. It's about our gathering. It's about gathering together. It's about imparting one another. It's like the firewood that is brought together in the in the fire. When you bring the fire, the fire, the firewood together, the fire burns faster and burn hotter. But when you isolate one, you know that you are already killing the fire on that one. That one, it will continue to burn for some time and be burning, reducing reducing until it dies. The fire dies completely. That is what happens to you when you miss it and you are you are doing your you are doing it on your own. Forget about whether you are fulfilled there or you are not. There is something God is doing for you there. God the the gathering of the church is not as long as you are here on earth, it's not the gathering of perfect people. It's not the gathering of everyone who is perfectly sinless and they are together and they, and they are just connected to heaven and everything is just flowing. No, that is not what it is. It's a gathering of those who are honest together with God in themselves to come together and say, God, this is who I am. God, this is who I am. God, please have mercy on me. God, please. Those who are not calling sin mistake. Those who are not, who are not, who who are not um, covering up anything about themselves. Those who are coming to God and say, God, please help my life. And coming together. So it's not those who are good. It's not those who are who are perfect. It's those who are walking in the truth and in the light. Those who are ready to be corrected and become better on a daily basis. Those who are becoming more and more like Jesus on a daily basis. Those who are open to Christ, to show Christ who they were, who they are, and they are ready to receive his rebuke, his correction, his reprove, his uh, whatever he's going to do to them, to change them, to transform them. So when you are now having issues with people that are that are in the church you say even in the church self this person is like this that person is like that even the preacher is not is not hot and this and that you are you, you are like somebody they call to say uh, come and look at this god and you go there and say ah what is this looking like gobi gobi you are you are called to come and look at gobi why what why must you be complaining that it looks gobius again it is not it is not for you to complain that it looks gobius it's for you to look at it assess it and see what can be done about it what you can contribute to it or what you can uh, uh, admire or uh, receive from it that is the gathering of the children of god remember when the children of god gathered together the other day Satan gathered with them. So when you are complaining about one person or the other, and because of that, that's why you are you are reluctant in going to church, you are actually missing it. You are missing what the Lord has for you on that day, which you can never receive on your own. There are things that, there are blessings and grace that the Lord releases on the gathering of ourselves together, which can never be released on your own when you are there. You see, in in the in the old testament when Moses complained and he said, 
uh, am I the only one that will lead these people and this and that? And he complained so much that God said, okay, choose 70 elders and then bring them out to the tabernacle. And then I will, I will take out of the spirit that I have put on you. I will reduce it and go and put it on some other people, on those 70 people. And then two people were not in the tabernacle, but the spirit went to meet them wherever they were because they were already chosen. Now, that happened then. But this time around, when the Holy Spirit came, he came to Jerusalem as Jesus promised them to tarry in Jerusalem. But he did not roam all over Jerusalem looking for people everywhere. He did not roam scattered. He did not roam looking for freelance Christians. He did not roam around looking for those who are independent on their own, independent worshippers. Those who just love to worship God alone. He did not all around looking for independent freelance believers scattered everywhere. He was he came straight to the upper room where they were expected to be meeting and that was where he came. Otherwise, otherwise, everyone who became, uh, everyone, there, there are some people who probably have believed and who would probably have been baptized on that day. But it was only those who were in the upper room that received the baptism of the Holy Spirit on that day. He came straight to them, and the Bible says he divided himself to them, to those people that were in the house, in that place. Read it properly, and you discover he did not roam around. He did not go around scattering, looking for people. And may I tell you today, may I tell you that when Jesus comes back, he's not going to start running after individual worshippers here and there. He's not going to start looking for those who are part of his bodies, but they are scattered and freelance, and they are saying, no, they have not joined, they are isolated, or they have isolated themselves, they are disjointed themselves, simply because of one excuse, one reason, or the other. They just have not, they are not coming together in the local church to worship together and to, 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 to receive the grace together. He is not coming so it's not coming for those who are disjointed from his body. That is why the issue of the body of Christ is one major teaching that must be taught to new converts, integrating them into the body of Christ. You must become part of the body, not just in your mind, but actually in, in physical coming together. It is a, it is a mandate. It is a and it is an instruction. It is something that the Lord has put together that we must follow. Even in the in the early days when the church started, they met on a daily basis. And the Bible says God added to the church daily as many as who have been who have been saved daily, daily, not. Not not people that were moving from one denomination to the other. Thank God there was no denomination that time. But people that were being saved, sinners. So as the church was increasing, hell was reducing. The 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 the, the casino was reducing. The beer palace was reducing, and the the uh, hypocrites were reducing. The church was re increasing. The day that Peter preached and three thousand people re repented, that day. Several hypocrites were re reduced. 
3,000 hypocrites were reduced, 3,000 sinners were reduced, sinners were removed. Unfortunately today, you see a church that is filled up as in thousands, in their thousands, but yet you look around them and you still see that the, 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 the clubhouses are also increasing as they are increasing. You see that the beer palace and the, 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 the prostitutes are also increasing. Robbers and the, and the kidnappers are still increasing as they are also increasing. Who are the kidnappers? Who are the people that are doing all those things? If they are still people, they are their own members. They are, it means that they are not actually increasing because hell is not reducing. Now, the matter of the church is that the Lord added to them as many as have been saved to them. And they were gathering together to fellowship, to pray, to break bread together from house to house, and to, uh, and to fellowship together. They were, they, they were um, teaching the apostles' doctrine on a daily basis. They were having meetings, if they, whether today was, is for breaking of bread, tomorrow is for fellowship, next tomorrow is for uh, one thing or the other, it, it, they were always meeting every day. I don't know why our church, our church building many times is locked and it's wasted. It's wasting away. When men, when men need places, places to meet with the Lord, secretly you know here and there leave their houses they are supposed to be, the church is not supposed to be a place that will be locked and then people cannot just even go there to just take time alone to be praying when there is not even a service now but that is by the way what we are dealing with this morning is the coming together the meeting together gathering together of ourselves it is very important it is mandatory it is compulsory because when the lord will come he's going to come for his body now if there is going to be any reason you are going to be missing the the, the gathering of the children of god then it must be by him himself instructing you that i want you to be somewhere here now when he asks you to go and do something there he knows that you will be able to come back and meet the the the, the gathering but you are deliberately uh, you are deliberately lazing it up you are deliberately delaying and you are deliberately missing it that is what we are saying it is wrong but when he wants you to be somewhere maybe he wants you to be in a retreat maybe in a seven days personal retreat or family retreat or or 40 days or several days he just wants to meet with you somewhere and outside the church in that case it is important to let the church leadership know they or whether it is not even a retreat it could be any other thing it could even be your work your 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 work you may be running shifts at your work it may be something else that will keep you out of church legitimately and that the spirit of god is involved in in that case you need to let the church leadership know that this matter is like this it's like this and i won't be in church on this day because of this and because of that then it means that they are going to be praying with you they are going to they are, they are going to be with you where you are in the spirit and you yourself your heart will be in the church in the spirit and so even though you may not hear everything that is said in the church you may not 
You may not know whatsoever is done in the church that day. You may not get the revelation and the prophecy that is released that day if you are not connected online or something. But the grace that is delivered that day will be, will, will be released to you. Do you know the reason? Because grace is spiritual. Grace is to those, is to those who are there in spirit. Because you can even be in the church physically and you are absent spiritually. Your mind is somewhere else. You are not actually following. You are not, you are not together. You are not with them. You are, you are, you are different. You are absent. In that case, the grace will evade you. You will miss the grace. But somebody who is not physically present, but actually his heart is there, and he has, com- he, has, he has communicated with the leadership, and their heart is also with him. When they are praying or when they are releasing, the, when God is releasing the grace through any other person, either through the leaders or through any po- anybody, the, the grace is flowing to them because their heart, is also there, is joined together. God sees them as joint body. They are part of the body. They are not disjointed. Even though they are not gathering physically, or they are not disjointed. They are not separate. They are not isolated. They are not freelance. They are not scattered apart. They are, they are together. If the hand, if the hand is amputated, it is not, you cannot continue to carry it everywhere. You cannot continue to carry it everywhere. That's the beginning of the of, of the rottening of that hand. If you cut off a branch, that's the beginning of the dryness of that branch. Brothers and sisters, the encouragement of today is to, is to challenge you not to forsake the gathering of ourselves together. It is important. It is compulsory. I don't know what your excuses are. I don't know what you you said uh, some people around in the church they are they are always uh, one kind they are always looking at you somehow they are always doing like this they are always doing that anytime you go to church they are always coming for requests and asking you for money and asking you for this and that is that not pride in your life because people are asking you for money is the reason you are not going to church what sort of pride is that why what of the brother that people are asking to pray for them. Anytime he goes to church, there are people who line up. Not he's not a pastor. He's not the. It's not some. They, they but they see the grace of God upon his life and they meet him to say, "Bro, please, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. Can you join me in prayer? Can you pray?" And they are waiting for themselves to see this brother. Not even the pastor. And the brother is praying for them or the sister is praying for them. He's not complaining. If God has put the grace of giving. You have the gift of giving in you and people are coming to meet you. And because of that is the reason why you are, you are, you are, you are leaving the church. Do you not know that it is because of that gift? It is because of those people that the Lord has given you that gift. The person that has the gift of prophecy, the person that has the gift of, of revelation, the person that has the gift of teaching, the person that has the gift of healing and miracles and all that, that is using his own. It's the same as you that have the gift of financial help to help people. It is part of the gift, the gift of giving. And, and you are now complaining. 
You are saying that everybody is coming to you and this and that. Do you think what you have is meant for you alone? It's meant for you to develop yourself and change the school of your children and let only your children go to the best of the schools and all that. You are missing it. And that is pride which goes before a fall. And you will die. Because if you do not repent, you will die. You will die up. That is not what the Lord meant what, what he has put in your hand for. And maybe your own is that people are just always uh, disdaining you. They are looking at you somehow. They are judging you. And you feel that you are not welcome in that church. And you feel that people are like that. They are one way or the other. Who have you come to meet? Is it the people's eyes you have come to look at? When somebody is looking at you with color eye, and they are looking at you somehow, why don't you just walk to them and say, brother, good morning, how are you? Um, um, my name is Paul. If, you, are, if they, you don't know the person before, and if you have known the person before, you say, how are you doing today? Oh, the Lord bless you. And you show the person love. The Bible says, whatsoever you want people to do to you, you do it to them. They don't know it. They don't know what they, how they should relate to you. Then you go and show them how you want them to relate to you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. I think verse 6. That says, whatever you want people to do to you, however you want them to behave to you, you go to them and behave to them like that. Shake them. Greet them. You know, relate with them. Compliment them. You are looking good, sir. You are, in fact, this, this, I appreciate this. This your dressing today, I appreciate this, I appreciate that, irrespective of how you are dressed, even if you could not wear a good shoe and your shoe is opening up its mouth and that is all that you have and your dressing is not the best, you can still appreciate whosoever is dressing well. And if that is the way they are, why they are disdaining you, it's okay. They are reminding God for you that he has not answered you. That's what they are doing. They may not know. They are reminding God to answer you that it's time to change your wardrobe. Why would you, because of that, disappear? There was a time I was going to church with my family and um, we could not take the car. So on the way, my shoe, the sole of one pair of my shoe, one, one leg of my shoe, removed the soul just removed like that and we were close to church and then it everybody was like i should go back home and change my shoe before coming it was almost time for sunday school and i i should not because of shoe go back home and miss before I will come back, Sunday school will be half or something. And then I think it is better for me to, to just go like that. What if I'm a member of the Celestia Church or a member of um, Kerubim and Seraphim worshipping the Lord? Will I not walk barefoot for, because that is what they believe for now? On, in their level of understanding, if the Lord actually wants us to be wearing, to be walking barefooted, should I, will, will that be a problem for me? Why is it that it is at this point that this shoe decided to remove? 
So I decided to pick my shoe and then I went to pick up my shoes. Pick, I put them in, in a nylon or something. I just helped them and I walked to church like that. That was how I did my service that day. Brother and sister, I don't know why you would miss a church for a reason. I don't know whether it's because of such a thing. Something has happened to you on the way you are even on your way to church. And because of that, you have decided. And because of what happened, maybe something just uh, splashed something on your on your trousers or something. And because of that, you missed church on that day. I don't know what is your own challenge, but the question is, do not follow that bad manner. It is a bad manner. Avoid it. The Bible says, as the manner of some are, those people who have that bad manner, they have to change. You that does not have it yet, you don't have to join them. Avoid it. The Lord wants us to be gathering together and that is where he commands his blessings on a daily basis. Let us not, and it's not only on Sunday, don't be a supreme Christian on any day that your church is gathering, whether for your fellowship, women's fellowship, men's fellowship, any youth fellowship whatsoever, and you are not occupied at work, you are not somewhere else that the Spirit of God would have rather want you to be. You need not miss the gathering of yourselves together. And the Lord will bless you for it. You will see the changes in your life as you as you obey this. The Lord help you. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I know, yes, amen, amen, indeed. May the Lord help us all to draw closer to him and to do that which is our duty to do. We have this uh, observation, contribution on WhatsApp. And thank you, sir, for sending it. Yes, this is most of the people that think they have grown spiritually and do not need the church. They've forgotten that it was in the church that they were encountered. God kept someone there to be of help to them, but they don't want to affect other lives. Uh, that That's somebody's view about why some people keep away from church. Uh, I mean, did you agree with that, Pastor? Yes. Yes, some people think that they are matured and they can worship God alone and that the church, they are not getting, they are not being fulfilled, they are not getting what they need. And I try to explain that it is not about what you are seeing that you are getting. It's not about the person preaching. You may be a better preacher than the person that are preaching in the church. You may be a better person than most people in the church. But what the Lord has put in the church for you, you will miss it if you don't go. And what the Lord has put in you for the people, you will deprive them of it if you don't go. And you'll be stale because a river that is not flowing will actually be stale like the dead sea. Exactly, exactly. Thank you so very much, sir. And I pray that we all will be the doers of his word. Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. May the Lord give us grace. Thank you once again, Pastor, and thank you all for joining us today. Coming up next, uh, newspaper headlines from Nigeria, and after that, on the Lord's side, Christian perspectives on news and current events. Pastor, please say a word of prayer. Thank you, sir. Father, we thank you for helping us this morning again. You You have challenged us not to miss the gathering of ourselves together. And you, 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 you have put your blessings in, in there for us. 
Lord, please remove this pride <coughs> in us that makes us feel that we don't really need the church, that it's whenever, unless we have special programs or where we have been invited um, to come and do something to the high table, that is when we can to, or to officiate, that is the only time we can go or to do one thing. Lord, I am asking that you break us and you Amen. give us understanding Amen. to know that you have put us there to help ourselves and to hold up ourselves and that you, we cannot walk this new and living way alone. Amen. Please, Lord, help us Amen. and sustain us, uphold us, that we, we keep gathering together so that we can be exhorting, encouraging one another in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying that you help us to also see that the day of judgment is approaching. And as much as the day is approaching, we need to continue to gather together so that we will be together and we will be one together. And when you come, you won't have to be running up and down looking for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Whatever the challenges are that is keeping anyone far from the church, Lord, please solve it and remove it. Help us to see that you are actually in the church to help us, Amen. to where two or three people are gathered in your name. Jesus. Lord, I pray for the gospel best radio that you bless this radio Amen. radio station Amen. and you help this station to fulfill the mandate you have given to them Amen. for this generation Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so very much. Sir. God bless you. Very good. Amen. And you too. <laughs>